I'm a zombie. I've been bitten. No! You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Hello and welcome back to Zombies Ate My Podcast. I'm your host this week, Ryan Murphy. Uh, Bob is uh, fending off uh, the zombie horde that somehow found where he lives. I I don't know how they did it, but they did it. Um, but I am joined by fellow survivor Lou, the busy zombie lord. Lou, how are you tonight? I am quite good tonight. I am mm. quite good. Ready to talk about the zombies? Of course I am. <laughs> the, I'm the busy zombie lord. Of course I'm ready for zombies. You're always ready for zombies. Now, something we have not yet asked this fine man. Josh is joining us. Josh Cook. Are you a good cook and can you fend off zombies? Because that is what we want to know. Thank you for joining us tonight. How's it going? Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. And not only am I a good cook, mm-hmm. but I can swing a mean frying pan. So Nice. When it comes to melee, I got your back. Well, I think we know who we're going to pull in uh, for our Dead Island 2 gameplay next spring. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you can swing a mean frying pan, I mean, you, you probably play as Princess Peach in Smash Brothers then. Is that what you're saying? Hey, golf clubs, frying pans. Mm-hmm. She's very crafty. Yeah, that's, that's true. Woman after my own heart, what can I say? (laughs) Awesome. Well, you know what? We're going to jump right into it. Uh, And, uh, yeah, let's go into the news. The virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and is spreading rapidly. First up in the news, we have this little indie flick that is shooting down the street from you, Lou. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, I, I live in Westbrook, and the next town over is Portland. Uh, I actually grew up in Portland. Um, and this weird... My my wife sends me this email, and she's like, did you know that there's a movie filming in Portland? And I'm like, no. Nothing ever gets filmed in Maine. <laughs> nothing. They always film in Washington State because it looks almost identical to my state. Mm-hmm. And there is a zombie film being shot down the street. Actually, it's around the corner from where my mother lives. Um, and I actually drove by there tonight to see if there was anything going on, and there was a huge traffic jam, so I didn't bother. <laughs> so so the flick's called you know, Night of the Living Dead, Kickstarter film. I am super surprised that we missed this, because it seems really high profile. Uh, yeah, and the other thing that's surprising about it is, so we missed it, and we've done lots of searches for like zombie movies that are coming out in the next year or so. I mean, we did a whole rundown at the end of the year, mm-hmm. and this wasn't on the list. Yeah. So I don't know where this came from. This was like right out of the clear blue that this showed up. Now, I wonder if we need to, uh, you know, we have a, a little, you know, we search Google News for the word zombie, and that's how we sort of get our, our news. At least that's how I gather mine. I wonder if we need to add you know, search Kickstarter for zombie stuff just so we don't uh, miss this stuff. I have done that in the past, and this didn't come up. Oh. Huh. So, um... So, 
I will say it, it's being shot uh, on India Street, which is a busy section of Portland. Um, and there's a famous coffee shop, in, local coffee shop in the area. And there are some footage all, uh, in the link that I'll, we'll be attaching to the show. Um, and there's some screenshots. And it looks like they brought in people that actually worked at the coffee shop. It's uh, Coffee by Design. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like they filmed a bunch of stuff in the coffee shop and used actual people in the coffee shop dressed up as zombies and stuff. So it looks like they used a lot of local people. So that's really cool. Neat. Well, look, it looks like a lot of fun for sure. And there is also still a more crowdfunding page where you can still donate and there are guest spots that you can maybe be a zombie in the movie if you donate like $300. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> I was going to say like it, it doesn't feel it feels it doesn't feel really like an indie flick especially in the zombie universe because they did get 100k and are still looking for more money. It sort of feels like maybe a low budget horror film that could possibly see some some fame um to me an indie flick for zombies is like me in the backyard with some ketchup trying to look like a zombie like <laughs> that seems indie to me i mean josh what are your thoughts on this did you get a chance to to check out the kickstarter and stuff well first i think it's incredible that people can just go on kickstarter and raise a hundred thousand dollars for something that they want to do like this so mm-hmm. you know props to these guys um, and I've been in areas where there's been live filming and it's even cooler that they're actually using people instead of just actors. Cause they've bumped people out, put actors in for legal reasons or something. You know, it's like, Oh cool. They're filming here, but we're just, we're not allowed to come within a hundred miles. So yeah. it's really cool to include the community in it. Mm-hmm. And the video the- so far, it, I mean, it's looking good. Yeah, they have they have some great uh, B list actors as as Lou was pointing out pre show when he was sharing this with us. Uh, I have to mention uh, Ray Wise, the Devil from Reaper. I'll watch him. I'm always happy when he pops in to stuff. You know, he's also one of the things he's most famous for is he was in the show Twin Peaks. He played oh. the father of the girl that was murdered in the in the show. Oh, okay. Um. And I'm pretty sure that I'm convinced this guy will do just about anything for money. And I'm not complaining at all. I think that's awesome. I know that he just recently wrapped up a show on Hulu that was a Hulu exclusive that was funded by Chipotle. Because every time we turned around, (laughs) there was like a Chipotle ad. And Chipotle was in the title, I think, or something like that. It was something to do with like a cattle ranch or something. And it was hilarious. I've wanted to watch it, but I haven't been able to break myself into forcing myself to do it so interesting chipotle is keeping ray wise in business (laughs) i think that's amazing um they actually the other thing too is they announced that the girl deb is actually going to be played by that red-haired chick from uh, eight simple rules that's how i know her from i i think there's probably i can't remember what other movie they said she was from that probably would stick in more people's minds um Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Is she crazy in that one? I can't remember. Um, I think she was... It's been a long time since I've seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of one of those overly happy, borderline kind of creepy types. Like clingy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was, uh, I was trying to think. Like, I can't really play... I actually can't remember a lot about that movie. <laughs> you know, so... 
Um, oh, that's good. Uh, you know what? It, they say it's going to come out in August 2014 when we'll get to see it. Oh, wow. So it's, um, it's right on cue there, eh? I, I, they're supposed to be finishing up filming uh, the beginning of July. Like, oh, they're only filming here for about six weeks. Yeah, I'm trying to remember where I read that they were coming out in August. It might have been the Kickstarter video. So that might not I, be... I, I don't think that that's accurate. I think they're shooting for Christmas. Yeah, you know what? I I don't doubt that because that's and, a pretty quick turnaround. And while I'll, I will say this, I don't want to diss the director. I'm sure he's done some fine things here. Mm-hmm. But he is also the writer and producer of Reindeer Games. <laughs> so I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. Right. And Reindeer Games being one of those Ben Affleck movies that people just do not like. I, I don't have a whole lot of bad things to say about it. I did, It's not a, like one of my favorite films, but it's not a film that I think is terribly atrocious either. Mm-hmm. But people seem to rip on that movie so a, a, a lot. So I, I don't want to assume that he uh, this is going to be a masterpiece of any kind. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I don't think it'll be a masterpiece, but it certainly looks like, judging by the Kickstarter video, that they're having a lot of fun. And that's the main thing when it comes to making a zombie flick. But I digress. Uh, what do we got next here? Uh, Plants vs. Zombies 2, still a thing. Josh, is, is that <laughs> is that important to you that it is still a thing? I, I mean, I played the original Plants vs. Zombies when it came out, mm-hmm. and I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, for me, once I beat it, that kind of felt like that was it. But um, how do you feel about a never-ending free-to-play model of Plants vs. Zombies? That I mean... It never ends, right? So you could just keep playing. Does that not sound great? Yawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you I need mean, that finite ending, right? Yeah, because I'm a I'm not a total completionist, but I need to feel accomplished in some way. And one of those go until I die things while fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a mode that I like to see in video games, like when Left 4 Dead had it. Um, but I, I kind of need that alternative of, you know what? You did good. You beat it. Congratulations. Well, um, I guess not. none of us are excited about this, but it, it, judging by the fact that it kind of, this was uh, announced during E3 and kind of like snuck under the radar, um, and it looks like Plants vs. Zombies 2 is getting yet another expansion uh, to their free-to-play version called did, Dark Ages. Did they already have an expansion and we missed it? Yes, they added Future, which I think came out in the December region. Could be okay. Wrong. Maybe that's why we missed it, but I don't know. I'm just still surprised that this game is still around. Yeah, I mean, you know, you look at Plants vs Zombies, and you look at. I mean, there are, there are these free to play titles. They do very well, um, whether or not the internet sort of like scoffs at it. And I think that's the reason why. You know, Plants vs. Zombies uh, 2 was kind of, like, ignored by the gaming culture because it's, oh, it's free-to-play, blah, 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 and, like, shoo it away. Um, It's technically not a bad game. It's just not the Plants vs. Zombies that a lot of people wanted. Um, And it doesn't surprise me that it's... it's, I'm sure it's doing well enough for them to warrant putting out these content packs. Because if I know EA, uh, if this wasn't doing well, we wouldn't have, you know, a new expansion that comes out every six months. Um, and this is actually part one of Dark Ages. Part two is probably expected at some point later on in 2014. Um, but this is supposed to launch this month. Uh, any interest in jumping back in to check out 
what looks to be a medieval times <laughs> nope. themed version <laughs> no nope. no interest it just i mean it how different can the gameplay truly get from the original that's my only gripe with it it's yeah I mean, sure it looks different and they've added stuff but after you've played the original plants vs. zombies does it really get so different that you need to play it again so is that the thing? Maybe that's the issue with Plants vs. Zombies is the fact that, you know, it's just the first one was such a great concept and it was tight and there was an ending and it was perfect and everyone loved it and they poured it to everything. And then with so, the second one, it's like, let's just keep adding on and new plants, new monsters, new zombie themes, blah, 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 blah. And they figured, hey, it's, it'll win no matter what. In, in all honesty, I would have rather have paid 10 bucks for the game. Mm-hmm. And not had to replay the same level six or seven times so that I have enough energy or whatever to unlock the next stage. See, I think that's the issue is that I, I played Plants vs. Zombie 2 and I think the conception that people have is, is, is what you said. And it's just – it's not necessarily true. You can choose to play through the same levels over and over again. But I think you can just progress by – Finishing the levels. At certain points, you need enough points to unlock the next level. I... And I, from what I've, I haven't played much of it, but from what I've heard is that like the first few stages, if you play through the first world or two, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, I can move right on to the next one. But as you get further in and you unlock the f- later time travel stuff, mm-hmm. it turns into, oh, wait, nope, now I need 10 to get to the next one. That means I have to play these same three stages over and over and over again till I earn enough to move on to the next one. Yeah, I mean, I, I played enough of it to progress all the way to the future mode, and um, I don't. I the only reason I recall replaying levels was to farm uh, keys, which gets you right. into like paths, like branching paths, not necessarily continuing on to the next world. I'm sure there's like a star value that you need to hit to get to the next world. And it might have been reduced uh, now that the game's been updated and balanced. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, the issue I have with it is it's like every other free-to-play game where the second you load it up and say, hey, do you want notifications? Like, yeah, sure, let me know if there's something cool going on. And then it pings you every single day. Like, oh, you need to hit your pinata today to get your, your garden zen on. And I'm like, dude, like, don't. I'm going to play your game when I play your game. I don't need a notification every freaking day. No, I, I, I hate it when apps or anything that constantly reminds me that it's there. No, fuck you. You're going to keep reminding me I'm not going to play you. That's yeah. kind of my attitude. That's how you get deleted. And I never turn on <laughs> notifications uh, for free-to-play games anymore. Because, I mean, I'll play it when I play it. And uh, it's if it becomes detrimental to the experience. But, um, you know what? Dark Ages coming out this month. Um yeah, somebody might play it. Maybe not one of us, but somebody <laughs> will. I will find that person. We will, yes. We will search I wanna, this person. I act, actually, if we have fans that are still playing it mm-hmm. or that are excited about this expansion, I would love to get an email. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, don't, I, don't know who's, I don't know anybody that's still playing it. That is a good point. If anybody is still playing Plants vs. Zombies 2 and is just, you know, rage quitting their podcast app because we're giving it a hard time, <laughs> write an email to us first. Don't rage quit. I mean, we're, we're, we're nice people. We'll listen to your feedback and we want to know, are you still playing? Tell us why. 
um, tell us how wrong we are. Tell us how right we are, yet you're so addicted that you can't stop. I think that uh, that would be awesome. Um, cool. Well, that's Plants vs. Zombies. If you're still playing, let us know. Uh, but let's move into our topic. Zombie Topic of the Week. Today, we are talking about uh, nine famous zombies that aren't actually zombies. This is an io9 article, as it always is. io9's awesome. Uh, and this was uh, brought to my attention by Lou, the busy zombie lord. He's He is outing the imposters. That's what the busy zombie lord does. Um, Lou, why don't you start us off with this list and, and let us know your thoughts on these so-called zombies. All right, so io9 has the list. Famous zombies that aren't actually zombies. And they start right off the bat with a show we covered um, in our rundown of stuff coming in the fall uh, or the new year, which was sci-fi's Helix. And apparently I haven't watched the show yet. I've been a bad zombie lord. Um, But there is a zombie-like virus that possesses people in this show. And they're outing it as they are not zombies. It's some kind of black goo that corrupts people. Hmm. That sounds like zombies to me. Now, remind me, what is Helix? <laughs> Helix was that show that Sci-Fi Channel did that was about weird viruses and pathogens that like, some government organization was trying to protect us from. Oh. D- did you watch Helix, Josh? I have not. See, that's the reason it got canceled. Way to go, Josh. No, <laughs> did it, get, can- did it get canceled? I don't know. <laughs> if it's on Sci-Fi Channel, I always just kind of assume it's going to get canceled. Let's look. Let's do a quick this Google <laughs> search. Helix banned TV series. All right, all right. TV series loading Wikipedia. What does Wikipedia have to say? Uh, ah, it was renewed for a second season, premiering in winter 2015. Then that means when it shows up in my in my Netflix queue or on my Amazon Prime list, I will watch it. Huh. So I guess the 13 episodes are ran from January until they started this year in January. Yeah, that, that makes sense because we did, I think we covered it in December as something that was going to happen in January. So, Yeah, the last episode aired at the end of March. Um, I don't know. Well, it's not zombie related, so we can't talk about it on the show. This was the only time it gets mentioned, except for that other time that Lou just mentioned before. <laughs> we might have talked about it. Uh, all right, first goopy zombie that's not a zombie. What do we have next? Next, we have something I will admit I know nothing about. Um, the Farseer trilogy. It's a book series by Robin Hobb. Mm-hmm. I am not familiar with this at all, but apparently these zombies are not zombies. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about the Farseer trilogy either, and I'm sure there is somebody listening that's like, really, guys? The Farseer Trilogy is the best thing. Wait a minute. Farseer Trilogy. I don't know what it is. You probably... uh, When I first saw this, I thought, oh, are they talking about Mass Effect? Oh, no, they're not talking about Mass Effect. (laughs) Mass Effect is next, though. Right. Now, wait. Before we move on, Josh, have you heard of the Farseer Trilogy? I've heard of it. Oh, so Uh, at least you've heard of it. I have not partaked in the experience that is the Farseer Trilogy. Mm. Okay. So... Well, okay. What, what, well, next we have Husks from Mass Effect. I know we've all played Mass Effect. So this is the first one on the list where we all can, you know, 
kind of sink our teeth into it. Um, so husks. Why aren't husks zombies, Lou? Husks are not zombies uh, because they're just weapons. Right. So as we all know, husks are, uh, you know, come from dead soldiers that are converted into these like cyber robot-y things. And um, I guess, like, I guess we'll, we'll notice a trend with this article that, yes, all of these creatures have zombie-like symptoms. Like this one specifically is dead people coming back to life. But there's a different process that goes into um, turning them into these husks. Um but you got to admire like people using zombie you know mythos as sort of a a way to uh, you know brainstorm new types of monsters and enemies in their respective properties i mean as we go through this list i got to ask before we keep going like are we really like upset that you know people call husks zombies like does that no. upset anybody <laughs> i think I, mostly it's it's just a tool to uh kind of help the the player associate with them. I mean, mm-hmm. if they didn't consider husk zombies and they're like, Oh, that's a husk. Well, what do you mean by husk? Like to say it's similar to a zombie kind of gives you an idea as to what you're facing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, when I first played mass effect and I shot them, I'm like, Oh, so they turn people into cybernetic zombies. Got it. Dang. And then, I, but I definitely see where the author is coming from. They're not, not really zombies. So while io9 is, you know, they're, they're kind of a dick when it comes to non-zombies. But, you know, here at Zamp, we are all inclusive. We are a welcoming society that allows these non-zombies to coexist with the brain eaters and the voodoo monsters. Hey, hey, mm. don't jump ahead because there's some stuff here that they say aren't zombies that we have discussed on this show at length as they are zombies. Oh, okay. Well, um, Doctor Who, anybody a fan of the uh, blue call box? I am a huge Doctor Who fan. Now, what about this flood I keep hearing about? Is that a Halo thing? I know it's... No, it's not. (laughs) But um, in an episode called The Waters of Mars, Mm -hmm. um, people on Mars... Uh, astronauts that have gone to Mars to help us colonize Mars find water and there is a virus living in the water and when it infects people it turns them into like basically possessed human and they're not really zombies it's just water pours out of every orifice of their body and they try and infect more people it's really it's really creepy but they're not really zombies yeah, I'll give. I watched like the first three seasons of Doctor Who, and I'll give the show this. It is very campy, but does an alarmingly good job at doing creepy very well. Like some of the monsters and aliens on that show are just really well done for TV. Um, creepy, and then some of the sci-fi ideas that they discuss. Well, some of them are really not plausible. Some of the sci-fi stuff is good in theory for something for you to think about. Mm-hmm. Now, are you as oh, a Doctor Who fan, Josh? Um, I think I watched like the first two seasons and then kind of fell off of it. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm kind of stuck with the in the David Tennant uh, season. I think it's David Tennant. Yeah, 
he's great, but I just I fell off. I don't know what came on Netflix that I stopped watching it. But I look forward to catching this flood episode. What doctor is the flood episode? Uh, it is a David Tennant episode. Oh, perfect. So I'm I'm getting there. He's he's very energetic. I think that's what I like. It's most a, about it. I think it's a middle of season three episode, maybe. Oh shit! Well, I'm coming up on it then. Um, Lou, had, you had hinted at the fact that we've talked about some of these zombies on the show, and we're going to start getting into the uh, into some debates here uh, with IO9. The infected from The Last of Us. They're saying that that is a non-zombie. I get what they're talking about. They say that it's because the fungus grows, and the fungus takes over, and the fungus makes them do things. They're not really zombies. Mm-hmm. I disagree. The infected are zombies. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, and but you know what? I I found that when I was describing The Last of Us to people, like if you say zombies, it was always because it's a video game. It was always like, ugh, another zombie video game. So I kind of like have to side with Io Nine and say, no, 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 it's not about zombies. They're just monsters. They're like the rage virus. You know? Have we all played The Last of Us? Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, would you agree with this statement, Josh, that these are not zombies? Um, to be honest, I would lean more towards them being zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think in my mind what would 100% be considered a zombie. And granted, I can see how the, the fungus and the spores is kind of how they spread, kind of being the selling point that maybe they're not zombies, but... I mean, at the end of the day, the end product is strikingly similar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like, and let's define a zombie here. Like, what's a zombie to you guys? Like, a reanimated corpse that wants to, you know, eat people or just kill people? Like, what do you think? It's it's eat people because it needs sustenance. That's your, that is your core definition of zombies, a reanimated corpse that needs to eat people in the, as sustenance. Yep. Okay. Okay. Now, what about you, Josh? Do you agree with that statement? Or are you a, are you a zombie purist? Uh, I mean, I agree with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, at, at one point, uh, obviously, there's the loss to humanity and the return to primitive behaviors, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, which is why, like, I'm I'm looking at some of these a little further down by cheating, and I'm like, hmm, really? Yeah, Not a zombie, huh? I think he sort of ran out of, you know, nine. Might, he might have came up with the title <laughs> first, and then he's like, damn it, now I have to actually. I only got five, but I got to come up with nine. All right, let's well, piss some fanboys off. When when we're done, there is one I want to add to this list that is legitimately not a zombie, but oh. but the. And it's even been discussed that it's not a zombie by zombie purists. So mm, Interesting. Well, before we get to that, we have the rage virus 28 days later. I, I uh, can, see, again, see his point, but at this point it seems like he's nitpicking. I mean, um, he, the director would agree with him. <laughs> the director agrees with him, and technically they say they're not zombies because there is no eating. They're not eating. It's anger and primitive behavior that makes people want to smash bash Mm -hmm. and destroy stuff but still yeah i i i know i i kind of see that but i mean the director uh josh just so you know the the guy who did the first film he said that he would he didn't make a zombie film he made a action 
uh, virus thriller or whatever, and um, just seems like he's trying to distance himself, like sort of the creative type. is like, no, 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 it is not the zombies. <laughs> it is a rage virus. I don't know if he's French. But he, I was no, say, was, pretty, is he French? <laughs> he's, he's British, and he's notoriously known for saying stuff like that. No, no, I'm too artsy for that. Ah, uh, well, you know, it, it's a great movie. Can't you can't go wrong with that. But um, again, I think it's what what really uh, is what really sells it is that it's you know it's spread through blood and saliva. So a bite certainly transfers the disease. Um, and they are, I can't, I don't believe it's a, they can reanimate corpses. The rage virus couldn't reanimate the dead, right? No, they're not. Dead. No, okay. they're not dead. They're so, alive. Yeah. Again, it feels like. All of these we've mentioned are just missing like some key components that just don't put it over the edge. They're they're zombies light. They're not yes. full zombies. They're zombies light. Exactly. Um, uh, speaking of another zombie light, we have the whites from Game of Thrones. Anybody up on the Game of Thrones these days? I am. I am. Uh, yep. I haven't been watching this season, but <laughs> mm. uh, I I've read all the books and. I know the lore pretty well. Um, and I definitely would agree with this one. Um, they are reanimated corpses that have come back, but they don't act like zombies. They don't seem to want to eat or destroy. They seem to just do whatever it is the White Walkers that resurrected them want them to do. Yeah, it kind of feels like a mix between the two, like the voodoo and the um, the more popular zombie version we have these days. You know, like where it's... It's being controlled as a puppet master, but it's also reanimating the dead. Um, so I can kind of yeah. see. I wouldn't consider them zombies. I mean, it, it's kind of far off, but yeah, you kind of used uh, the word I was going to say of puppet master, where they're yeah. more tools and weapons than they are, you know, living, breathing. Well, not living, but breathing things that are. Oh, give me all your brains! It's actually, oh, these are just you know, a sword that's not sharp. Yeah. Now, could they have picked a creepier, like, a creepier image for those whites? <laughs> I, was just, I was trying to rack my brain as to what season that's from. It's, it looks to be like a little kid. I think that's from season two. I think. Yeah, I think it's one of the earlier ones. Okay. Um, well, here's nothing. I, here's something I don't really know anything about. You got the. I rack know all ghouls? about this. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Same here. Oh, good. <laughs> All right, well, I'll let you two take this. Like, what's a rack ghoul from Star Wars? Uh, a rack ghoul is, um, I know most of it from uh, Old Republic, uh, the first Old Republic game. Mm-hmm. Um, have you played the online role-playing game at all, Josh? Yes. Does it make an appearance there? Because I never played enough of it to find out. Uh, what it does is uh, you played Knights of the Old Republic, so I'm assuming you went through that small storyline where it that, introduced yes. them. Yeah, and I just uh, assumed they were all gone after that. What it does is it kind of picks up the story via like little recordings lying around on the ground oh, okay. uh, of the group that went to go in search of that one place of, you know, I can live here and be free and safe. It yeah. kind of picks up on their story and what happened to them after you had left. Oh, okay. All right. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. So basically, rat ghouls are zombie-like creatures. It's like a virus that slowly changes the people of this planet into these 
savage monsters that just want to eat people. <laughs> and they're like zombies. And they're kind of silly and it's kind of dumb. And you get bashed on by them and bitten by them. And you never turn into a zombie in any of the games. And you never interfere <laughs> turning into the zombie in the games. It's really kind of silly and stupid. In fact, I feel like they had to scrape the bottom of the barrel to get this one. Someone had to be a really big Star Wars fan for it to even yeah. show up on this list. Well, I mean, maybe that's why Disney kind of threw out all the extended lore anyways. So this might not even, you know, literally be a thing of Star Wars. It might be just a fake thing that Bioware made up. Um, well, that's kind of sad now that I've said that out loud. Uh, <laughs> speaking of saying sad things out loud, Firefly Serenity, no longer a thing thanks to oh. the wonderful Fox. But we will always have Reavers. One Reavers. Day. Are they zombies? Go. I would definitely agree with that they could be considered zombies light, but they, uh, I definitely understand why they're not zombies. They fly spaceships, and they do all kinds of things you don't normally see zombies doing, but they are their own form of weird, insane berserkers that travel, this, this, travel through space. You know what Reavers remind me of? They remind me of, like, background characters in Rob Zombie music videos. I, th- I feel yeah. like that's what a reaver is. You know? Like, they're, they're crazy. They're, like, insane. They want to eat people. They, they look like they're wearing human skin. But at the end of the day, they just, you know, they're like you and me. They're stuck in commuting. They're, like, you know, they're trying to uh, pirate other people's ships and... As Zoe from uh, Firefly says, if they take the ship, they'll rape us to death, eat our flesh, and sew your skins into clothing. And if we're really, really lucky, they'll do it in that order. That is haunting and chilling. I don't think the the show really got, you know, a a chance to, not that I'm saying I wanted to do this, but a chance to really explore what the Reavers were, you know? But I I think the censors back when... Firefly was on TV would never have let them get into what they would have maybe now. Which is why we need like we needed like a continuation of Firefly. It's if only that movie had had done just a little bit better. But um, yeah, we digress. Yeah, we do. With Reavers, I mean, they would strike me as if zombies evolved to the next step. Like you know how. Like in uh, like in X Men, they're like, oh, X Men are the next evolutionary step to human beings. Reavers would be that next evolutionary step to zombies, because I mean, for the most part, they're zombies except for the whole flying spaceships and you know, sewing your skin into clothing. <laughs> oh, so they, they got you know, they, if there's two things they if there's two badges they got from being a scout, it was their sewing badge. And it was their, uh, you know, flying badge, if that yeah. was a thing. So Yeah, I, I failed my flying starship badge. I was so sad. Yeah, I never got that one either. I did get my <laughs> sewing badge, though. I did not get my cannibalism badge. That one is always <laughs> tough to get. Tell that to Scott Johnson, because I think he still thinks you're a cannibal. Oh, no, no. I'm a cannibalist. That's, <laughs> that's been established. Um <laughs> Right. So, Lou, at the top of the show, you had mentioned that you have uh, a couple that they're missing on this list. I have one big one that I expected to be on this list because I've heard it debated, I've heard it discussed, and that is that the Deadites from Evil Dead are not zombies. They're possessed humans possessed by demons. The Deadites from Evil Dead. Oh, okay. Um, 
They're always referred to as zombies in pop culture, but when you actually think about it, they're not. They're just possessed humans. Possessed by demons. You Okay. Yeah. No, that's a good one. I think that's and, and worthy that, at it. And um, I'm trying to think. There's another one that I had earlier, but I can't remember what it was. Unfortunately. It's actually really surprising that one. Like, I would see that one on this list before a couple of these. I've actually uh, seen lists like this before, and it's like the first one mentioned. And usually it's like, yeah, we know we're going to get hate mail about this one. And I didn't see it on this list, and I was like, really? But I saw all kinds of stuff on this list that I don't, I wasn't familiar with at all. Man, I really wish I didn't Google search Deadites. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> nope, you're not. <laughs> ah, great. Well, that's you what, know, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, they they kind of got the the look going for them, and they're in those horror movies. It's yeah, I figured that would be one of the first place, places a list like this would visit. And, mm-hmm. you know, now they're reanimated dead, right? That's is that true? Yeah, uh, not necessarily. The people that are deadites in the movie in the movies are not necessarily dead. Mm. Uh, at, at some point, they probably are going to end up dead, and they still come back right. sometimes, but they're not necessarily dead when they're possessed. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's good. Uh, that's a good one. Any other ones that you, you came across? I can't think of any others, but... Um, what about uh, what about Dry Bones from the Mario franchise? Definitely not a zombie. <laughs> really? Oh. That's a skeleton. Yeah. Oh. Dang, you're right. Um, There's a whole different lore for those. Yeah, we won't get, get into that. Get into your Greek mythology, my friend. Get into your Greek mythology. I have. I've been playing Smite. There's a lot of Greek mythology in there. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. I spoke right. too soon. Yeah. Hey, Smite's great. Um, wow, I think that does it for our uh, for our topic. Um, I want to remind everybody that you too can look like a stylish zombie by going to slashloot.com and purchasing a Zombies Ate My Podcast t-shirt. Um, available in all kinds of sizes, black, white, and ash. And, yeah, wear that logo with pride. Um, Send us your photos. Right. If you do, I, <laughs> I'm getting the idea that people have not purchased the T-shirt because I've gotten – it's been a tumbleweed every time we mention it. But, yes, if you have picked up the T-shirt, be sure to let us know. We would love to uh, to see it out in the wild. And for sure, if you do buy the T-shirt, we do have some prizes that are just sitting in the vault waiting to be given out. So come on, guys. Pick up a T-shirt and let us know what if it looks not, like. If not, I'm going to start making Ryan give me those prizes. Yeah. So He's been asking me that. for weeks. And I'm like, no, they're for the fine listeners that buy our T-shirt and, and want to get a mention on the show. Guys, your time is running out. Um, uh, Josh, thank you for joining us. I wasn't thinking about your name. I know your name. Uh, <laughs> Josh, tell the fine listeners what you are usually up to on this uh, fine Tuesday. What did we pull you away from? What does the Josh do on the internets? Uh, on Tuesdays, I'm not doing a whole lot on the internets. <laughs> um, but if this is an opportunity for me to pimp my craft. Plug. Uh, on Please. Saturdays, I record my brand new podcast, the Anniki Gaming Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had various hosts, but for the most part, it looks like it's going to be me and my little sister. And you can find more information on that at www.theanykeygaming.com. Sweet. She's the one on Twitter that uh, posted that sweet Mega Man blanket, right? 
Yes. Or sorry, not blanket, quilt. Yes. Okay. Well, that's awesome. I think that that looked really cool. Uh, so yeah, check out Any Key Gaming. Uh, listen to his podcast, and certainly check out that uh, awesome Mega Man quilt. Uh, thank you again for joining us. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to wrap up the show. Uh, if you want to find us on the web, you can go to zombiesatemypodcast.com. Email us info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Plus one us on Google Plus. Find us on YouTube. I swear we'll be adding some cool stuff. Maybe even a role playing episode soon. Um, Maybe. Yeah. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find myself at R Murphy, Lou at Busy Zombie Lord, Bob at Bobbert F. Uh, Josh, what's your Twitter handle? I know you got one. The underscore JDC. He is the JDC. Don't, don't even follow the imposters. Start with him. <laughs> um, quick shout out to Joel Duggan for the artwork. Uh, you're probably seeing it now on our website because you went to it because I told you to. You can find out more about him at joelduggan.com. Perfect. Guys, that's a show. This has been Zombies Ate My Podcast. And remember to always find the real zombies. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.